Emily Elizabeth, and I'm the host of the What Fulfills You podcast, a show for and about individuals always seeking to be their best selves. On this show, we talk all about building the mindset, finding the right careers, creating meaningful relationships, and so much more. Welcome to the What Fulfills You podcast. everyone. How's it going? Happy Tuesday. I don't know if it's starting to get redundant. I say happy insert day here, but you know, I don't know. I just try to bring good vibes to everyone. But either way, I hope you guys are liking this new change that I have implemented, putting this episode out earlier in the week. And if you guys are like me, and sometimes you get behind on listening to episodes, and you start to listen more towards like Thursday or Friday well that's great because now you can also listen to this later in the week as well but if you are new here hi guys my name is Emily and I am the host of this show which is the what fulfills you podcast and on this show I primarily talk about career mindset relationships all of that good stuff uh, combined in most of my conversations and um, that is just the core theme I really try to focus on and if you are in your early 20s I would say this is a great fit for you as well because I really do try to take what I have learned from my college experience uh, you know from the past four years I graduated in 2019 and just all the adversity and challenges I've gone through in all of those areas. So that's a little long-winded way of explaining this show. And before we dive into today's episode, I want to touch on really quick about my career ebook. If you haven't heard about it yet, it is called The Everyday Girl's Guide to Career Success. And I bring it up especially right now because recently I've been receiving a lot of text messages and emails from my peers in college and those of you guys who do follow me on a more personal level and you've all been inquiring about just the whole career discussion, figuring out what you want to do, finding the job you love, or even just getting in front of the employers, especially with today's job market and COVID and all of that. And honestly, I really believe everything I'm sharing or not just believe everything I'm sharing to everyone on a one-on-one basis is pretty close to what I have in my ebook because I really did spend that much time on my ebook in elaborating every detail and my thought process from my mindset in what I want for my life and it doesn't have anything to do with a job or career by the way and then also just the small things of how I prepared myself on a personal level to find the path that's the best for me. And then, of course, I do include resume templates. I include three of those. I also include cover letter templates and a whole section of interview prep, interview questions, how I answered the interview questions, how you guys can answer it, etc., etc., so all of that is in my ebook and you can read more about what this ebook contains on my blog at emilyelizabeth.blog and it is in the shop section. A little bit about today's episode, it is pretty much just a raw solo Q&A as the title says. I do answer quite a few, I believe maybe like five or six questions that you guys submitted a while ago. I'm talking like two months ago. 
and I finally got around to recording this one and decided this time would be a good time to release it, but pretty much I share my very open and honest thoughts on all of this. If you guys have been listening for a while, you know my raw episodes are very much unfiltered, relatively unedited. I only edit anything that's like noise related or whatever, but other than that, I really don't cut anything out and I do that for the purpose of A, letting you guys know I'm not much different than you guys. I really have the same thoughts, same feelings, gone through the same shit. And secondly, that's just the point. It's supposed to be raw and unfiltered and really giving you guys an honest perspective on each question. So I don't pre-read the questions. I literally just read them off of my phone as I go through the recording. So a lot of it is really good questions. I did hand select the ones I think were the most valuable. So there's a great chance if you feel like you asked a valuable question back in the day when I asked you to submit a question, it's probably on here and I did answer it. So without further rambling, let's get into the episode. Okay, so one of the first questions is how to stop caring about what other people think of you. I really like this question and I think if you've been following me for a while now, you can probably tell I very much have a mentality of I don't give a fuck what you think of me. (laughs) And I don't have that attitude or mindset out of spite or out of disrespect for other people, but rather I I've come to a point in life where I've learned that putting my energy in what other people think of me and what someone else might think of my hair or how I look or how I talk and all these different things that I probably like about myself. Caring about what another person thinks not only takes away from my happiness, which is counterintuitive if if I start to think of it like that. But secondly, it's like, okay, not only does it take away from my fulfillment and happiness, but what do I gain by caring? I think that's kind of like my ultimate question every time I get in my own head, because trust me, I still get in my own head. It's not that I've been completely nonchalant. I don't care what you think of me, but at the same time, when I when I do get in my head, I ask myself those two questions. What am I gaining from caring? <laughs> and what is it taking away that is a, a good part of me, whether it's my happiness, my fulfillment, or my, um, I don't know, my character of, of being proud of who I am, whatever that may be. I typically ask myself those two questions. And at the end of the day, You know, in the grand scheme of life, I also like to think, so what? (laughs) I think that's kind of another ultimate question I have come to ask myself sometimes. You know, at the end of the day, so freaking what? You know, sometimes you just got to say that to yourself. And I don't know, maybe it'll click, but I would definitely recommend reading the book, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck by Mark Manson. It's a bright orange book. It is very good. Let me just say that. It's it's a very good book. It's probably the number one book I recommend to anyone that is in college right now because it really transforms your mind and the way you think 
and frame things in your head. And it's not just about whether, you know, you care about what people think, but it really makes you evaluate just the, I guess, like the minor and major things in life that we've put so much energy on and we've wasted so much of. And so it's a really interesting and funny book. And I think when I read it first, uh, I think I was 20 years old at the time or maybe 21. It really shifted my mind. And I think I was at the perfect age to read that book. So that's why I recommend that one in particular for anyone that is in college right now. Another question I was asked is pros and cons of a physical planner versus digital planner. Um, I really I think this question is unique. It's kind of black and white in a sense. But as most of you know, I typically plan out my life um, pretty well in a sense. And I have to preface it by saying I'm not a huge planner advocate where I have to stay by the book in what I'm doing. I have to plan out every single detail of my life. I don't think I can really live like that, but I I plan to ideally have a purpose for the week or a purpose for the day. And that way it helps keep you within the guidelines of what you're trying to accomplish for the day, even if it's as simple as recording a podcast, right? For me, I have to make sure my energy is on point and I'm feeling in a good mood and I have the notes written down on what I'm going to talk about for the podcast, things like that. And I have to keep that in mind as I'm scheduling my day. So I'm scheduling what time I'm going to record the podcast at, things like that. Or especially since I work in a nine to five sales job, I have to, you know, plan out the chunks of time I'm going to work for the corporate job and then I'm going to switch over to my podcast or I'm going to switch over to my business that is very much a thing. So um, for that reason, I prefer a digital planner because since I'm so on the go and since I have calendar invites for meetings and conference calls and whatever left and right for both, again, my day job and the podcast and other things I do with my life, um, the digital planner helps because I get reminders on my phone and, you know, I can still color coordinate it, whatever on Google calendar. I'd say a con of that though, is just not being able to physically write things down, which I do prefer because I think it kind of embeds, um, or just puts a reminder in your head mentally a little bit better. And I just like the traditional way of planning out certain things right just having a physical planner and writing it down but then switching over to the pros and cons of a physical planner I think the pro is obviously yes being able to write it down being able to get creative um, and being able to feel a little bit more I don't know official when you're planning something on a physical you know thing but then the con of that is especially if you are like me or you're hoping to get to a point where you're a little bit busier than normal having a physical planner is really hard to keep up with everything because if something changes or if something cancels, you always have to go back and erase it or cross it out or whatever. And that can get really messy and counterintuitive. So my personal experience was I did a physical planner all throughout high school. And then I think like the first two and a half years of college. And then I finally switched over to a digital planner using Google calendar towards like, I think it was, the end of my junior year of college through 
senior year and then obviously I'm using it now and another another pro that I just remembered about it is that when I want to go back and reflect on how I used my time the previous weeks or the previous couple months or just for the whole year if I want to in a sense like audit my year I'm able to look through my calendar in a much more efficient and organized way on Google Calendar versus a physical planner because you know you're gonna have to flip through your pages things like that but at the end of the day I would prefer to have both if I'm being really honest and a physical planner I'd probably use more as a combination of like a journal and a planner um, for my mind rather than like a scheduled planner so Truth be told, I'm hoping to be able to create one for you guys at some point in the future once this podcast continues to grow and see if I can do something artistically creative with that. So definitely stay tuned. Okay, next question is current book recommendations. So I already recommended a book earlier from the first question, but Another book I would definitely recommend to read just as an overall staple is How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. This book is so vital in learning how to deal with people and learning how to be a better communicator just in life. It literally is so applicable in your personal life and relationships as well as your nine to five job, as well as the way you speak to your teachers, the way you speak to your peers, whoever it may be. I think this book just has the core principles that everyone knows that you should have every day. And it's really such a good reminder. So I love to read it. And I know, especially during times that I feel like I'm a little bit stagnant in life, I will pick up this book, I'll read a chapter or two out of it, especially certain chapters that I know hit home for me. When I reread that chapter or I read it again um, or or I read it for the first time even in a long time, it completely shifts my mind and you know, one thing that I remember from that book that I always keep in mind is this analogy where the author said how just imagine a golden retriever or a dog when it approaches you it's usually very happy to see you it's usually wagging its tail and it's a in a very friendly mode where you of course naturally want to be friendly in return so I always think of that as well when I'm on the phone with someone especially in my sales job or if I am just catching up with a friend or whoever I'm with or if I'm meeting someone right I always try to bring out this happy energy and positive energy, not in a fake way, but rather in a way where it makes it pleasant for them to talk to me and it makes it pleasant for them to be on the phone with me. So when I'm on the phone, I try to be smiling because it gives off this brighter energy. And when I'm in person, I try to smile more. I try to bring good energy because in return, it's much more likely that the other person will be receptive to it. Again, think of it like a golden retriever or a lovely dog just coming up to you being so happy. It's really hard to 
not let that good vibe be contagious to you as well. So that's something I've been able to work on, especially for me, because I can be kind of too stoic sometimes, meaning I'm I'm very neutral in a lot of times. And I even, you know, I even admit this myself. So it's something I'm trying to work on more is bringing that lovely contagious golden retriever energy to everything I do this one is a unique uh, niche question in a sense but I think my answer will apply to many other things but this person said they want to work on more short films but they are afraid of what people will think so this kind of ties into that first question of how to stop caring about what what other people think of you but During COVID, I have come to realize that, I don't want to be cliche, but I genuinely to my core have just come to realize how special life is, how short it is, and how wasteful it is to not at least put in 100% effort in trying to do what you love and do something that you want to do for the rest of your life. And for this girl who is asking about wanting to work on short films, but being afraid of what people think, if if creating short films is what you want to do, or it's something that kind of lights you up, just remember that we are living through a time of COVID right now and a pandemic and life is very weird. Just remember that at the end of the day, who you have is yourself and you have to put your personal preferences and happiness and fulfillment ahead of others in many circumstances, especially at this age that will change when we are older, obviously, but I'm speaking to people in their early 20s. So the last question is tips for overcoming the fear of posting. So I used to definitely hesitate a lot on how often I would post on Instagram if this post would make so-and-so think of me in this way, if this post would make, you know, whoever view me in a certain way. And I think for me, before I post something, I always ask myself or I always reflect on how this aligns with my character. Does does it continue to abide by my principles of having integrity? Does it um, make me feel like it really reflects on the person that I am? And let me let me share this example. I occasionally will post bikini photos that might be a little bit more open per se. And I remember I used to hesitate thinking, oh, this will make me look like a slut or this will make me look like a non-classy girl. And I have to say, I primarily thought of it like that too because of some of the things my ex would say about me ever considering posting a photo like that. And then I came to realize that, you know, if I'm posting a photo like that, but I don't have the intention of trying to I don't know where I'm going with this and I'm basically saying like if I'm posting a bikini photo and it's attractive of me but I'm also not trying to basically use it as a way to make um, people 
like me more because of my figure or whatever that is, if you guys are getting what I'm saying, then it shouldn't really matter, right? Like for me, if I'm posting a photo that might show a little bit of my butt or it's a little bit flashy in a bikini way, but I am still standing by to my character, like I still have a lot of integrity, like just because I'm posting a photo like this doesn't make me a hoe or whatever term that people like to use about about that photo sometimes. You know, if if I believe it doesn't, then then I shouldn't be scared of posting it, right? So that's where I was able to start posting it more because I realized like this isn't about me trying to to flex pretty much. Like I'm not trying to flex on my figure and I'm also not trying to get more guys and get more attention because of this photo. Will will it happen? Will it be a byproduct of that photo? Very much potentially, but is that changing my character and my integrity and is it changing how I think of myself and how I'm going to act on it? My personal answer is no. So for that reason, I'm able to overcome the fear of the posting because I know deep down it still aligns with who I am as a person. It doesn't change who I am. And at the end of the day, kind of leading to the final part of the answer is if people don't like me because I posted that photo, while I believe it still aligns with me, then I don't want them to like me either way because it's still my true character. And if there are people out there that don't like me for my true character, then so be it, right? But then it's different if I were posting it for a different reason and they weren't liking me because I was intentionally doing something with that photo or trying to make myself look different than what I really am or whatever that may be, then then that would be like a different story, if that makes sense. I hope I, hope I answered that in a great way. But basically I'm saying... I don't get scared anymore because I know each time I post something, I really mean it. Whatever I'm saying, whatever I'm doing, um, you know, I, I really am mindful about how it reflects. And at the end of the day, we are human. We are women. We all have a butt. We have boobs. We have lovely figures. We have okay figures. We have whatever. At the end of the day, we we all know we have this kind of stuff. So I don't try to look at certain things again I'm kind of pertaining it back to like the bikini photo I'm not trying to make it a taboo thing to post you know but at the same time you guys also see my my feed it's not primarily that either so yeah that's a long-winded answer of saying um if it really aligns with me so be it I hope you all enjoyed this raw Q&A. Definitely let me know in the comments of my Instagram podcast if you enjoyed this, if you want more of something like this or more of maybe just raw conversations, I guess, or solo discussions where I could either be doing a Q&A like this or maybe in the future more niche topics where I can be more raw in a sense or like openly honest versus like a structure of reading off of an outline so that is all I have for today's episode but again be sure to check out my career ebook it's on my blog at emilyelizabeth.blog like I said this this guide was really made to help you guys I personally just felt the desire to put this out in the world to help those who are kind of feeling lost and do want a guide to 
help through this process right now as well as in the future i think this is a really good guide for while you're in college getting internships while you're finding a job after school but also when you need a reminder when you're switching jobs and you need that process again because it's kind of like when we're kind of rough in a sense and not knowing the right steps to take so definitely check it out if you're just remotely curious again it's all linked in the show notes but if you want you can go to my instagram as well and the links will always be there. And last but not least, if you've been enjoying this podcast, I would greatly appreciate it if you left a review on Apple Podcasts. You guys know by now, especially if you have left a review, I probably sent you a DM or tried to find you on Instagram to send you a DM to say thank you. Or when you guys let me know you have left a review, I often do respond and say thank you and chat with you guys a bit. So again, it really means a lot to me. So I love you all. Thank you so much. I hope you guys continue to have a really awesome week. Go kill it out there. You got this. It's all in your head. And I will talk to you all next week. Bye.